0: Network.
1: Hi, this is Devin Track with the British Network. Today we bring you another episode of the Nerd Herders. In this episode, the nerds are down one host that does not stop them from discussing Warhammer 40k, Dungeons and Dragons, Red Dead Redemption, and a bunch of other games. Also, we've got some exciting news from Starfinder. Paizo has launched a worldwide playtest of their new character classes for the Starfighter role-playing game. Players are invited to go to StarfinderPlaytest.com to download the free PDF, roll up some characters, and then run them through their paces. This playtest focuses on three new classes for the upcoming Starfinder Character Operations Manual, a sourcebook that is scheduled for release in late 2019. The playtest runs until January 16, 2019, and the feedback surveys will be open throughout the playtest on StarfinderPlaytest.com. And now, on with the show. Half witted, scruffy looking nerve herder. I'm a nerd and uh I'm pretty proud of it. I
2: know they're all thinking I'm so wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and
1: nerdy. Can't you see I'm wide and nerdy? Look at me, I'm wide and nerdy. But before we get into the segments, and apparently I'm going through puberty.
2: So Ian and I were talking about this before while you were trying to figure out how to use a computer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I keep
0: running. hearing fish and shit. <laughs> Every time you say that. We are. We are. We are. The Nerd Herders. Ooh, scruffy looking.
1: Hello and welcome to Episode 119 of Nerd Herders, your podcast home for all things geeky. My name is Ian Clark.
0: I'm still Matt Alex. <laughs> and I'm Andy Howard.
1: Yay! And you will notice that uh, Dave Farr, conspicuous in his absence, he is currently on Walkabout in Australia and uh, is away for three weeks. So uh, so we
2: finally got an episode.
1: Yay! We were like, you know what? It's a lot easier to schedule with only three of us. So sorry, Dave. Have fun. But he's certainly not missing us. He's having an adventure and uh, uh, officiated the service between two of his friends who got married today. Very lovely uh, pictures I saw on Facebook from Is that. It today so, or
2: was it yesterday?
1: Well, the pictures were today, so uh, I'm not yeah, sure. The wedding I, was
2: two days ago. Oh, damn time zones!
1: Oh, it's Australia. I'm confused. It happened in it happened in the the summer. I don't know. But anyway, so Dave's having an adventure. So don't feel bad for him for missing out on the recording because he's he's having a grand old time posting pictures of himself in the shower. It's, uh, yep, that was weird. Yeah, it's what? On, uh I uh, yeah.
0: uh, what? Yet another reason not to be on Facebook.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. really the best reason. <laughs> uh, I'll stand in for you though. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you do a lot of snorting and be confused. Uh, but, uh, we are back. I, I know it's a, it's been a while. It's been since late September since we had another show. But, you know, we're here. We're back. We're not dead. And we'll, we'll definitely get one in before the end of the year because we have to do our year-end wrap-up. it has like always it's been w- much longer. Yeah. Well, we recorded early September and then it came out late September. So it's been a while. It's been a while. Roll call is huge. It's huge. But before we get into the segments, and apparently I'm going through puberty, uh, Before we go into that, just wanted to touch on something real quick that you can check out on Geek Nation Tours, uh, and that is our classic RPG retreat in Lake Geneva. And I say ours because I helped Terrace build this tour, and I'm going to be the tour leader on it, and it's going to be amazing, and it's slated for June of next year. I will say when you hear this, it may have been bumped to 2020. We may, for logistical reasons, need to bump it. But either way, it will still exist. And, uh, it's going to be amazing. We're going to, we're going to play D&D in the Gygax house where it was created. We're going to play with Ernie Gygax. We're going to play with a bunch of other, uh, former TSR designers. And they're going to be running some of their modules. And we're going to play at the Horticulture Hall, which is where Gen Con started. And we're just going to have an amazing time. And I'm super, super excited about it. So please go to geeknation.com. Tours.com and look for the classic RPG retreat in Lake Geneva and sign up because it's going to be super fun. All right, commercials out of the way. And one last thing before we get into the regular show is that uh, we had uh, a sad occurrence over the last week, and it happened just after we had recorded *Hero Man* and *Sidekick Boys*. So Andy and I didn't get to talk about it on there. But uh, unfortunately, Stan Lee has passed, and uh, just wanted to take a moment to to recognize that and, and acknowledge the. Just the unbelievable legacy that he's left behind and, and just left a mark not only on on comic books but just everything that's come after that's spun out of the Marvel Universe and the movies and and just so many things that we owe to, to Stan that that he created and, and helped create and it's uh I don't know it's just it's amazing yeah. when you look at, at his body of work
0: no why do you think it's it's Stan Lee that everybody knows and not some of the other... Is it more because he did a lot of the writing as opposed to I, the art uh, I think
1: for a lot of be- those characters? I think it's because he became the face of Marvel. Yeah. And, and was always... He
2: just, was always the one you saw, like, whenever they did, like, a little Marvel cameo
0: and something he was...
1: Introducing, you know, you know Spider-Man and his amazing friends, all that type of stuff.
0: Right, right. I get, yeah, I just always wondered why it became, like, him. And I, I guess it's maybe because he's the writer as opposed to the, the artist, so he is the voice yeah. to these characters.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there was Stan's soapbox that ran in, in all the issues of Marvel and, you know, like I said, he was the guy that was front and center and even, even up until the end was such an ambassador for comic books and just endlessly energetic and enthusiastic about comic books and, and his characters and Marvel and, and everything in general. So I, I think, I think that's what did it is him just being so, uh, you know, ever present when it came to the to the marketing and all that type of stuff, I just think people you, you felt like you knew him in, through right. all these different things. So I, I think that's why. And I think maybe some of the creators, you know, some of the other creators, and he talked about it at different points, probably resented that because there, you know, there were other people that made huge contributions, like Jack Kirby and Stan Ramita and guys like that that um Well
0: you know, I was seeing good like uh like Steve Ditko too passed Dick, yeah. yeah, like very recently too and it was almost like a you know, it's one of those things where he he did a lot. He created a lot of those characters right alongside, you know, um, uh, Stanley. But you don't you don't hear as much about him.
2: Uh, right, but I mean, you know, for the for the quote unquote greater world, Stanley's is one that was in all the Marvel movies, right?
0: Right. Yeah, like well, that's him. what I mean. He was, but I think that gets back to like what he said. Like he was a soapbox. Yeah. So I always I always found it interesting that he was always the the face, and I wonder if that comes from being the voice. And you know, right. so the artists, you know, the you know, that are drawing the characters, oftentimes are not you know right at the forefront. But how different would these characters be if you didn't have you know those artists that kind of bring them to life as well?
1: Right, because they're obviously the the visual part of the character, which is obviously so important they're in a lot of ways they were responsible for for that so yeah it's um
0: yeah no it's just an interesting thing and i and we mentioned this too during hero man and psychic boy too just that you know we're we're getting to a point where the creators of a lot of the iconic characters you know that are still popular today are you know are starting to pass and you know what happens you know when you know when all of these guys are gone, like you know, what do we see for kind of new, new and interesting characters at that point? So, yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, uh, it was interesting to read too in the in the aftermath. I read an article. It was an interview with um, Todd McFarlane, uh, who obviously created Spawn and was one of the the early, um, you know, the guys that jumped ship and went and created Image Comics and everything. And, and uh, Todd does he gets a bad rap for you know. A lot of times for being a little difficult to deal with and being arrogant and things like that. But he – the the interview was really interesting because he was really watching out for Stan – uh, at the end and would visit with him almost weekly and, and just see how he was doing and everything. Cause, cause there were all those reports about, you know, things being, things happening, you know, maybe him having money stolen from him and, and things like that. So it was nice to see that somebody was kind of looking out for him. And, and I'm not saying it was just McFarlane, but it was, the interview was good because it, it seemed like he, you know, he was kind of checking in and making sure that that everything was okay and that Stan was being treated well and and all that. So
0: that that was good to see. Um, yeah, that was interesting too. Like, cause Stan, I followed Stan on Twitter uh, as as well as a number of those other artists and stuff. It was just interesting, like he like what was happening to him at the end.
1: Yeah, and 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 McFarlane said something that was kind of heartbreaking. He, he said Stan told him a few times in their last uh the last times that you know he had gone to visit him that that stan just kept saying you know i just want to see Joni, you know which was his wife who i mean he was he was married to her for what was it 70 years or so yeah so and she had passed um a year or so ago so it was just kind of kind of sad to hear but uh you know but it is it is
2: sad but i mean i also like to look at it like the guy got 95 years out of life which is a long time
1: even yeah yeah and that's yeah, and, and you know I know he went downhill toward the end, and you didn't see him in the you know as many appearances. And and I told the story on on Hero Man and Sidekick Boy about getting his autograph last year at Dragon Con, and it was it was just kind of sad because it was almost like just like a factory thing, you know. People would slide something in front of him and he'd sign it, and you know he'd you know I told him thank you and and everything, and he just he, you know just wasn't much there, and it made me sad because it's like is he here? Because somebody is trying to crank out as many last signatures as they can or or does he legitimately still want to be here for the fans? And I, I you know, it's it's impossible to know, but I don't know, it's just kinda sad, but but I am grateful that I did uh, get the autographs. so and actually one of the probably one of the last few that he did at a convention because it was on the last day that he was signing at Dragon Con and I believe that Dragon Con was the last convention he did and I was wow. there in the last 10 minutes so yeah I mean I'm sure he did other autographs after that but but from a convention standpoint I probably did get one of the last ones so but uh, obviously you know great legacy and uh, he's he's going to live forever with his you know, his creations. So that's, that's great to see.
0: But. All right. So, so one last thing with that, just to sure. bring it back around. So it's not as, uh, um, a downer. <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of the things there was, there's a number of things written that, um, one, Deadpool knows that he's a comic book character. So he's the only character in the Marvel universe that knows Stanley is dead. And, that's true. That's true. uh, Ryan Reynolds playing Stan Lee as a ca- uh, at, so basically Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool playing Stan Lee doing a cameo in every single continuing Marvel movie <laughs> should be what we what we look for um for the rest of this uh kind of continuum.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on then.
0: Currently Comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try. All wings reporting. Red leader standing by,
1: Grey leader standing by. Green leader standing by. Luck has falls in attack positions. All right, welcome into Roll Call, where we discuss what we've been up to, and it's been a while, and I have a huge list, so I'm just going to warn you guys. So
2: You made a list? You, I'm winging it.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I just I had so much stuff I wanted to talk about, so, so if you're going to wing it, why don't you wing it first,
0: Matt? Oh no, I don't want to go first. No, you that's, go first, Dan, because that, cause cool. you, if you have a list, because that'll remind you Must remember, yeah.
1: All right, but if, I've been talking for a while. People are going to tune out because it's just a
0: big wall of my they voice. They tune out anyway.
2: We're background noise.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, you're uh, you're giving me and Matt a lot of credit here. That's fair.
1: That's fair. Uh, alright, well there's a whole bunch of stuff, so let's talk about D&D first. We've been playing the new campaign in the uh, Sea of Fallen Stars in the Forgotten Realms. We've played, a uh, played six or seven sessions at this point. We have not had the same roster for any two consecutive sessions. We've, uh, Andy's been away, Jonathan's been away, uh, Rich even missed one, which he rarely does. Joel quit. Joel quit, um, Justin missed one. Justin had never missed. So, Justin gets perfect attendance record for the Crimson Cloaks campaign, but unfortunately he had a concert to go through to for, uh, one of the new sessions. So he missed for the first time, uh, in six years. So that was, that was kind of interesting. But anyway, yeah, we, so, but we're playing this week and should have the, uh, should have the regular crew. And, uh, so that'll be good. I'll be h- glad to have everybody back. Miss Dandy. And, uh, he hasn't been there for a while, so. Looking forward to that, and we're gonna start a module, which, uh, was something I wanted to do in this new campaign. We're gonna start Storm King's Thunder. And I've been reading through that, and I, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it, it'll it allow for some different types of games, cause it's got different stuff in there than what I would build into a, a, uh, an adventure on my own. So, I think it's gonna be fun to kinda branch out and do some different things in there, so.
2: Those uh those pre-painted D and D minis, the pre-primed ones that you like. Yep. yep. They just got a frost
1: giant in. Oh, I see. I have several frost giants from Reaper, but I could probably use more. And so it's pretty big too. I think it's bigger than the Reaper ones. Yeah, I think it. Actually, I looked at it the other day, and the, the price point on those those is so good because the the regular minis, which usually you get two. Like if you get like a say it's a dragonborn fighter, you get two different poses. Uh, those are five bucks. And then the the big giant, uh, I think it's only 15. So, and it's a it's a huge mini, and like big chunky piece of plastic. So the price point on those is great. The sculpts are great. Um, I'm not sure how the pre primed works because I've not actually painted one of those yet. Have either of you guys painted any of those yet? No. The only ones I've
2: purchased are the the thrice green, and I haven't painted that yet because I don't need it for anything. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool. Made. I bought that one probably like you just to have it because it's an yeah. awesome awesome mini um so so yeah uh i probably will get that frost giant at some point um uh but i do have i think i have three or four reaper frost giants as well and i put together the awesome fire giant uh jailer that was in the last bones and he's awesome it's a it's a just a great mini i'm gonna i'm gonna have fun painting that one it's got like a great big chain and an eye patch and a huge hammer. He's awesome. So, um, anything to add on the D and D front? Um, mm, fun.
0: Yeah, it no, no, fun. no. Yeah, I think I've mi- I played three, so I missed three. I guess then, if you're on six, or maybe I played four. I think you've, six. I think we've played six or seven because we did two like side adventures. Oh games, right, like, right. In a row. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't around for those ones.
1: Yeah, so yeah. So it'll be good to have the the drunken master Lian Ka return. Yeah. And, uh, be. Yeah. Yes. So Looking forward to it. Yeah, so uh and it's fun to like everybody's got new characters, so that's kinda fun to see what they're doing with them. Uh so I've been enjoying that a lot and looking forward to that. We have also played a ton of Warhammer forty K over the last month or so. And uh let's see, last time I got to talk about beating Matt, the first ever loss for Matt in forty K. And uh I've, <laughs> but not really. I've played I've played twice since and and lost to you maybe three times. Uh <laughs> I played you played twice him twice and lost, and lost three times. times. Yep, that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that's the new math.
2: It was uh, so bad that one time that they counted. Yeah,
1: they counted as two. Um yeah I can't remember if we I think we played I think we played Necrons, Harlequins, and you. It was
2: it was uh it was Thousand Suns Harlequins because that's because that was your first Thousand Suns game and they, that is a classic rivalry.
1: Oh, that's right. So yeah, and then this last week, uh, we'll talk about that. Matt has orcs now, and uh, I played my White Scars, which I hadn't played in a while.
2: Matt has everything.
1: That's true. What do you? What do you think? The, I mean, the the new minis, so the Orc Codex is out now, and the new minis are out, and there's a lot of vehicles and stuff, and they just, they look awesome.
2: Yeah, they, they expanded on the um, Speed Freak stuff with the new Codex. That's, that's what they get for new models. Um, but I'm looking forward to converting, like, the stuff I already have.
1: And what was that big... Thing that that was a corcanot uh,
2: or morkanot. I f- don't remember which one is which.
1: Well, it re- depends which god it follows. Um, right. But that's not a new model. That's something that was. no nope, that's
2: been around for a little while.
1: Oh, it's pretty cool. It's got like a big thing that opens up in the front. Mm.
2: And I also I uh, I pulled out my Stompa that I bought a, a while a long time ago. Yeah. So I got to put that together because that was the first huge model they made. So I picked one up. They made it.
1: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was, it was fun to, and like I said, I, I, had an itch to, to get the white scars out, which I had not played in a while, uh, so I was a little rusty with those, but, but it was fun, we've been playing a lot, and, uh, uh, I kind of put the necrons on the back burner a little bit, cause I was building the thousand suns, and I like a lot of stuff about the thousand suns so far, but I need, there's, I need a lot more, uh, models, I need some different types of things, cause it's not a very fast moving army, and I'm used to having some, Decent speed with the uh, Necrons because I use a lot of destroyers and Tomb Blades and stuff like that. Oh, your
0: White Scars too.
1: Yeah, the way yeah, White Scars even faster with all the bikes and stuff. So yeah, so I got to make them a little more mobile. But I really love the minis, and I finally settled on a uh, on a color scheme. So so I'm excited about that. So lots of 40k, and actually Andy and I played.
0: uh, We did, Uh, uh, and you uh, uh, you beat me handily. I was not ready for um for the uh, (laughs) the Necron, uh, destroyer onslaught there. <laughs> yeah. It was a fight. I thought it was a tight game though, wasn't it? It was, but I, it was not, it was more me holding on, um, than, than being able to, to win. Um, just because again, I didn't, I, I played a little more defensively and I can't do that against that army. Um, because you just, you know, your destroyers just tore it into me. And it was also, it was, it was poor, it was kind of poor setup on my point too, cause you got, you got a couple early shots at me at some of my stuff that could have, could have possibly taken out your destroyers. So yeah. Yeah. With that Lord ability to kind of, um, what is it? You wound. It's, wound easier? I can't it's, remember. It's
1: it's my dynasty trait when they're when they shoot within half range, it increases the armor piercing value by one.
0: Yeah, that's what it was.
1: And yeah. a lot of a lot of the Necron stuff already starts with like an AP one or two. So. Right, right, right. No, those, those destroyers, the heavy destroyers go to a negative five armor piercing, and the and the regular destroyers go to a negative four. So. Right, right, that's tough. Yeah, and they're doing D3 and D6 wounds each, so they're yeah, they they're they're nasty.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, and they're yeah. toughness five too, so you've gotta you've gotta kind of hit them with something hard too. So yeah, and, and their ability each. to run away. Yeah, and their ability to to kind of fly away too is always fun.
1: Yeah, plus you need to wipe out the entire unit or they can come back. The dead ones right. can come back. So, yeah. So,
0: they're tons of fun. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't like, they don't feel cheap. They just, like, I got. I had to have a better strategy against them, and I just, I didn't play that well against them. I had fun. Don't get me wrong. I had, I had fun. It was a good game, but it was, yeah, that was tough. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played
1: Justin in quite a while. He's going to bust out his, his Space Wolves so I can play He's Thousand Sons. a house. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he bought yeah, a he, house. Yeah, Reenacting so, the Money Pit. Yep. Yeah. Um,
0: so uh, you guys should play a lot, Tuesday before D and lot less humor. I I might be able to do that. I might be able to.
2: Ian, Ian should play Justin, and Andy, you should play me.
0: Okay, I'll I see. I can get
2: there at any time of day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I have to see what the weather's like, and yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know, I know. yeah. But no, I'd be up for that.
1: Sweet. So, staying in the games workshop vein, we tried uh, Blackstone Fortress. The other night. Uh, so, so I what is
0: this? I'm out of the loop on this. This
2: is a. It's. It, the whole name of the game is Warhammer Quest Blackstone Fortress. So, it's. Um, you know, they did the Warhammer. The Warhammer Quest for. Uh, the Age of Sigmar period. Which they called. I don't have the box in front of me, so I don't remember. Silver Tower.
1: So, Silver Tower,
2: yeah. Yep. So, they did. So, now they have a Games Workshop game. Um, which you take on the role of one of. It's for 1 to 4, well, really 1 to 5, because one person can play the bad guys, but it has, like, AI built in. And um, it's 40K. This one's in the 40K. Yes, yeah, 40K. So, you can, no, if you're playing just heroes, you play 1 to 4 players. But you're, uh, for people that don't know, a Blackstone Fortress is, like, this big, mysterious, they're, they're uh, I've stumbled across a few in Warhammer 40K space, but they're ancient, fort, like, uh, space stations. So you're sort of exploring that. Oh, that's cool.
1: And it has a cool thing where like uh there are different dice, there are, there are different shaped dice, and they have different um yeah, it's levels of effectiveness. D
2: six, D eight, and D twelve are the shapes.
1: Yeah, and oh, the D cool. D twelve is the best one because it's got the most hits and it's got double hits and the all the characters are cool. I had like a zealot with a, uh, a like a combination flamer and chainsaw. Um, and he could like light up if there were guys all in the same space. He then he got like bonus dice against them, and uh, so it, it was cool. We just played it kind of real quick uh, the other night before dinner. But I, I was saying I would I would definitely play that like at the winter retreat. I could I could see us playing that. Oh yeah, I could it, play that. Yeah. It's
2: designed it's designed to be a campaign. So once you finish the campaign, there's like an envelope in in the box that says you know do not open until you until the game tells you to open it. So whatever that may be, um, and, well, uh, it, and it's kind of neat. So like your characters can die, but if you if your character dies, you can just it says just pick one of the other characters, and you can even switch characters in between missions if you want to try somebody else. Basically, you're you're based on a space station. You go to the Blackstone Fortress, then you come back. So anytime you come back, you can always choose when you go back to the Blackstone Fortress to use a different
1: character if you want And what were there seven heroes? There are eight heroes. Total. Oh, eight.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I found those miniatures. That actually, somebody in my building found them. And postal, where, no.
1: where, did you drop them?
2: I must have dropped like I must have dropped them in the hallway or something. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, and they must have bounced out of the foam that the, everything was in. That yeah, that's cool.
1: awesome that somebody found them though. Yeah.
2: and knew what they were because it said, "Did anybody?" The note said, "Did anybody lose forty k minis?"
1: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Maybe it was that's, you from the future. Yeah. That's that is random. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so what were the other? So I, I played the Zealot. Um, so there, there's a like Zealot, a which is
2: like a uh, sort of like a, like a crazy religious dude. There's actually like a, a priest, like a, a Minitorium priest. Oh, yeah, that there's model was row awesome. Trader. All the models are awesome. There's a Road Trader. Um, there's a Crute. There's an Eldar Ranger. Um, the two Justin you lost a,
1: are interesting.
2: Justin played a robot. Like just a... a uh, and then there's a... The, there's a Rattlings, which you play as a pair, so there's two guys. Yeah, those two. are the
1: ones you lost, right?
2: Yeah. Um and there's one more, I think. Um I don't remember.
1: Was wasn't there like a Commissar type one or
2: Well that was the Rogue Trader guy.
1: That was the Rogue Trader guy, yeah. okay. Yeah, the minis are great. They're they're really yeah, great. and and it comes the game, of
2: course, comes with uh minis, it comes with some little robots, some like mutant guys, uh some traitor guardsmen and some a couple of chaos space Marines.
1: Wow. Yeah, the, the Trader Guardsmen are awesome. They're really... Yeah.
2: Cool. And they're all push fit, you know, like you don't have to use glue, which is what they do now for their box games.
1: Yeah, I uh I really liked it. Yeah, I'll definitely definitely play again. Um let's see, we also had Extra Life, which was a little bit uh more low key this year. But um it was uh, just uh, Matt and Justin and Greg and myself got together to, uh, and I'm sure other people around the world played, but that's all I know about.
2: Um, and yeah, there was uh, at our local game store at Midgard. There was the place was full. They actually, I don't know if you saw their little Facebook post. They had, they actually went to Walmart and bought more chairs.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Midgard did great. Yeah, they had a ton of people. So that was that's great cool. To see. Yeah.
2: That oh, was sorry. To Back to Blackstone Fortress. There's an Imperial Navigator, like a psyker guy.
0: So oh, sure. who did you, wait, who did you play as then, Ian? I was the Zealot.
2: Ian played the guy at the Flamethrower. <laughs> Justin played the robot. Uh, I And then in the game, you always have to have four explorers. Yep. So I played the Eldar Trader and the Eldar Ranger. Really what's supposed, to, not to get too much into the rules, we are supposed to pass around the extra character. But since we were just, like, goofing around, I just kept it
1: for the time. Matt before. told Justin and I we couldn't handle it, so.
2: Yeah.
0: Too costly. Anyway, well, that that that's sounds fair. right. Yeah,
1: that's, it's fair. Yeah, fair. no, I I wasn't arguing. Just... So extra life. Uh, so I tried Coimbra, which uh, I had not played before, and that was your game, right, Matt? You have that one? Yes. Uh, so it's it's kind of it's kind of neat. You have like there's like a dice mechanic, and then you draft the dice and assign the dice. It's sort of like a worker placement, but kind of not really. Um uh it's a one of those euros that i do not understand in the least i ended up playing it a second time and still don't understand it uh not a big fan uh but i appreciate but matt,
2: your sacrifice a second time around yeah,
1: yes we'll we'll talk about that but um but matt likes it so but amy did not care for it we'll get to that too but um so we played coimbra on extra life <laughs>
2: I think Amy was a little tired when she was
1: playing, though. She was, and she even said she said she would try it again just to be sure, but she didn't uh, she didn't care for it overall. Yeah, uh, and she usually likes euros. Um, we also played Galaxy Trucker at Extra Life, which we had not played in a while. <laughs> and Justin <laughs> which had was an amazing. epic game. Justin had an epic game. I, did he finish any of the three legs? Um, he, his ship just kept getting obliterated.
2: I think he might have finished the last one. Okay, but what was great is, like, Greg was ragging on me, and in the first, like, all three of your ships get destroyed. Like, not, like, not out of the game destroyed, but, like, ripped apart. Mine it. not touched at all.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's that funny. game can be, there is a lot of, like, randomness to that game. That just, yeah. you, no matter how oh, well super- you build it, you could just, you could still just get
2: well, that's, that's what happened oh, to Justin. Yeah. It, it, you know, he got hit on the perfect spot, then a follow-up hit on the perfect spot, which was now exposed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he lost, and then he, he lost, like, a bunch of his crew to slavers, and yeah. It was rough going, but that game's always fun.
2: The only game I've known on. to make somebody cry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so funny. Uh, what else did we play? We didn't, we didn't. Like we, we
2: play, I mean we played castles, right? We, oh that's
1: right. We that's right. We played Castles and Mad King Ludwig, which I played. I, had, I, I played,
2: played uh Guild Ball with Greg one game while you were doing some work.
1: Oh that's right. Yeah, okay. So I was like I haven't played much, but
2: I think we played one other game. I mean we only we played games for what, five hours maybe? No, more than that. More than six. That. It wasn't that I mean we left at six but, o'clock. Was it that early? Good grief. Yeah. We're old. We're old. <laughs> no, no epics 24 hours. <laughs> like done, uh, you
1: know. We're old men. I even said part way through it, I'm like, I cannot even fathom DMing for 24 hours like I did those well, couple of years. But also, I mean, I think it depends, like, if there's... Eight people there, jazzing, ready to play. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Feeding off the energy. Yeah. Cause I that that first year when I did the whole 24 hours, I had no problem doing that. Like I I didn't wear down or anything. The second year I kind of ran out of steam, um, and I think we even cut it a little short on D and D that year. But that that first year, I just and and you're right. We did we had a lot of people. I think I started with like six people at the table, and like at one point around midnight I had like 12 people, and then even at the <laughs> end I had two or three.
2: I mean. <laughs> so, you forget we have people came that we've only met once
1: that's true that's true yeah. we, we, had a, we had a listener show up that was awesome yeah
0: yeah
1: so, uh, was it jason i believe so mm-hmm.
0: josh it was it was, it was just, it josh too but we've met him other times well, yeah, as no, no, yeah,
1: yeah it was something yeah i can't i apologize i can't remember he played i think the whole 24 hours so that was that was awesome um so yeah, I was yeah we were all tired and and even though we had had a lot of sugar because Greg brought us donuts but um um but anyway that was it was good and I I was able to raise some money and, uh, so that's obviously always the uh, the the goal so that was fun and then we touched on it a little bit but we went to our friend Christian's uh, games day uh, last weekend and that was a lot of fun and Amy got to go which was nice because she doesn't get to uh, make it out to game night a lot. So it was nice for her to be able to go out, and she tried a bunch of new games. She tried Merlin, which she liked a lot, which I have not played. Have, you, have either of you played that one? Yeah, I've
2: played it a couple times. It's a
1: good one.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've played Merlin.
2: Basically, you're, you're moving your – you have – um. I can't remember. It's one or two pawns but in the middle of the board is the round table and there's a bunch of different actions so you move around that and you're trying to collect just stuff to get points really okay
1: makes
0: sense
1: yeah yeah that looked like a cool one i'll maybe try that one again at um at captain con uh i got to play battle lore again i've got i've got greg uh, liking battle lore. So, all those copies that I got at the, uh, <laughs> at the game auction, I've put to good use, and I bought the Undead Armies. And so, Greg and I have played that a couple times, and, uh, it was fun at Christian's because it was the first time I actually customized my Undead, and, and Greg did as well. He was playing the, um, uh, I think that what are they called? Dakwan, the human army. And, uh, so we had a, uh, we had, that was a really fun game, and I, I just, I really like the simplicity of that game, uh, and a little bit of the randomness too with the command cards, and then you get the, you know, you can cast spells and all that stuff. So I, I really enjoy that game, so I'm, I'm glad Greg's been playing with me, uh, with that one. So we got did a game you, in. Did you crush him again? Uh, I beat him pretty handily. Yeah. Um, and, but it's, and I think the humans are fine, but I told him he should really play the chaos ones, cause the, the chaos army has some really nasty units. Um, but I think he liked the archers and cavalry. And, uh, Dondad, I just had some, I had some heavy hitting things. I took like the big barrel worm and stuff. So, which is hard to kill. So, um, yeah, we, I, I've been having a lot of fun. So, well, thanks to Greg for, uh, for playing that with me because I really like battle lore. Uh, we played Lords of Vegas at Christians, which is a tradition. And, uh, I feel I still came nowhere near close to winning, but, <laughs> Uh, but I felt like I understood it better, as much as you can understand Lords of Vegas, because it's a lot of a lot of randomness to it. Um, and uh, Amy won that one, and and I think she, did she win it on the last turn? Wasn't there like a where she yeah the a last the last
2: roll off for a casino is what let her win?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Uh, I played Sagrada again, and I have the five and six player expansion, so I've been able to play that. Well, that's and, what we played actually. We played Sagrada as well. Oh, that's right, we did, yeah. I really liked that game a lot. I played that, I, actually, we didn't even talk about, uh, Megan and Jeremy's Halloween party, but, um, but, uh, y- you guys didn't go to that, but I did. And it was actually kind of fun, just uh, real quick, the power went out, cause it was super windy, so it was, um, <laughs> so it was, like, added to the atmosphere, cause we were playing by candlelight and stuff, uh, uh, and it was really windy and spooky outside, and then Justin showed up, and, uh, his costume was, was pretty amazing. Uh, he should put a, a picture on the Nerd Herders page cause it was, it was really cool. He essentially did like LED lights over like a, like a sweatsuit so that it looked like a stick man lit up and walking around. And so it's pitch black when he showed up and then he starts walking up the driveway and everyone was freaking out. Everyone was like, look at this. This is awesome. So, that
0: is so it was cool. funny.
1: it was the perfect, the perfect costume for the night. So that was, that was great. Um, and I think that's all I played at, uh, Christian's game day. What else did, did you play, Matt? We played Coimbra again because there was a, uh, there, there was a new guy there that none of us knew and I, I could tell he was getting on Matt's nerves. So after we finished Lords of Vegas, <laughs> Matt's like, we're playing Coimbra. You have no choice. It's a four player game. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was like, he was like, yeah, we only, we, we, we just have, we have our four players, and you're one of them, and this is what we're playing. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't like Coimbra. But, um, yeah, it was funny, because I, I asked Chris who, and we don't, we don't need to get into it too much, but I was like, I was like, who's that other dude? And he's like, oh, it's, it was like, it was like, Nikki's, cousin's husband's brother <laughs> with some real weird thing and and he was like why no good and I was like I thought Matt might punch him in the face
0: <laughs> wow and you know it's bad if it's me yeah I was going to say if he Matt's was- going to punch somebody in, a fa- in the face that's
1: uh yeah Matt was I could just tell Matt was very annoyed when we were setting up Vegas because he Matt was trying to explain the game and he kept asking questions and it's like just let him get to it he's going <laughs>
2: to so so When I showed up to Christian's house, they were playing a game, right? And there, the game, Megan and Jeremy was explaining the game. He explained the it's one of the it was a it was a worker placement game, right? So he explains he explains every aspect of the game, make sure everybody knows how. Then they start playing, and it's like, well, I want to do this. Well, you need food. Well, how do I get food? Well, you need to get fish. Where do I get fish? Over there.
1: Well, how do I get over there?
0: Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> no, is this a guy that, like, doesn't play games a lot, maybe, or, like...
1: I think he plays games, and that's why he ended up getting invited. It was probably one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, my husband plays games. You should come do this,
0: and it's so... Yeah, but Monopoly doesn't count.
1: No, but I he... Yeah, I don't know. He, he just... I don't know. He's just one of those... Just one of those guys, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we we finished with Coimbra, and did you stick around and play? And you obviously played other stuff without me. But w- what else did
2: you? Yeah. Play? Yeah. So I played. Um. Earlier in the day, I had played Castle Dice.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- I like that game. I again, and one I don't I do understand, too. but it's it's one that I like.
2: Uh, that's just a dice rolling game where you collect resources to sort of build build. Uh, like buildings and stuff to get victory points. Uh, it's a medieval themed game. That's a that's a fun game. I like that one. It's pretty simple. Once you know, once you play one round, you get it. Um, our friend Randy actually had this really neat game, um, the Flow of History, um, which um is sort of like a uh a, a bidding um game where you, you, it's one of those games where you, you go through the different. Ages of history, and you know, you build different buildings to get resources and stuff like that. That was a fun game.
1: Did that, was that it was quick. Like, I don't, I don't even remember seeing you guys play that.
2: Well, that was after you left. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Adam, uh, Randy, and I played. It probably took like an hour, hour and a half,
0: but it was fun. good to hear that Randy's still alive.
2: <laughs> yeah, he he, uh, he plays at Boards
0: and Bruce. Oh, okay. Surely. Hey, that um. So I um I get New Hampshire Magazine every month. Um, and that made like, like the entrepreneurs, they did a thing on young entrepreneurs. Like, I wish I had more time. Like, that just, that seems like a neat kind of experience. Like, I, so
2: I went there, I went there once. Um, and it was, it was really neat. Like, they have, they probably have a thousand games, right? And I'm talking like, I mean, you know, they have like eight copies of Monopoly, but they also have, you know, Terraria, Civilization, what, and you know, all they have tons of games, right? Yeah. Um, they only charge you. They have food and stuff. The food wasn't necessarily that great, um, but they have it, right? And right. Full, Well, but I mean, you know, if you want something, you can get, you know, like it's a burger, but it's not like an amazing
1: burger. Yeah. Um,
2: and they have a full bar. Um, is it?
1: Is it like? Um is it game themed? Like instead of fish and chips, can you get like fish and chits? No, sure.
2: <laughs> I I don't remember. Um, well, they, they did should, have, clearly it, should have asked me. If. They did have like it was like the apples to apples martini, so they do that. Oh, okay, thing.
0: okay, yeah. Um, and it Ian, was only Ian is appeased.
1: Yeah, that's you,
0: fun names. It's not it's not fish and chits, but. <laughs> Yeah, I keep hearing it, fish and shits <laughs> every time you say that, so I I, I need you to not I think that you made something amazing. <laughs> um,
2: you can bring in your own games if you want, right? You don't, or you can play their games. And they, I, 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 you know, I think at the end of the night, like I was probably there for six hours. And they might have charged me three bucks for the time I was there playing games. Oh, well, you know like, what I mean. So yeah, it's not. It's not like they're charging you, you know, twenty bucks to walk in or you know, ten bucks an hour or anything like that. It wasn't expensive yeah. at all, well, uh, but it seems to be pretty popular. There's always people there.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I said, it, it made like the New Hampshire magazines kind of entrepreneurial like section. So,
2: and uh, related because that's in Manchester, they're opening an arcade in Manchester. Yeah, it's Electric Avenue, which what? is going to serve beer and all that kind of stuff. it's yeah, like this ten place minutes looks away. Cool. It looks which cool. Which means I'll be setting. Since I have a job, I'll be taking all these quarters I have kicking around and sending high schools.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should take just a Tuesday and just go there. Um, well, yeah, it's not enough. as far away as Fun Spot anymore, so yeah.
2: I'll scout it out for you. Nice. Yeah, that place looks cool. Um, was there but anyway, else? back to Christian's Games Day, that was, that was the last game I played, was that game with Adam and Randy. We just sat around and was chatting for a little while.
1: Yeah, there were it's it's fun for the longer game days and it you know somewhat like when we go away for the winter retreat and we know we have a ton of time some different types of games come out um like uh Adam uh there were a lot more kids well there there's been a lot of kids lately anyway but there there were a lot of younger kids like Adam's uh daughter was there and so he had Fireball Island um and uh and actually was the my new son,
0: one or the the old one? Yeah, the old one. one. Yeah. So it was kind it's of I get the new one, like, next week, but I, I can't open it because it's my brother's Christmas present. <laughs> well, you could open it a little. Um, uh, I kind of want to <laughs> see his face on Christmas morning when he gets that.
1: That's going to be awesome. Um, so, yeah, some different different games uh, uh, always get busted out. And uh, I brought Kale for the first time because, um, you know, I knew there would be a lot of other kids. And he's he's good once he gets warmed up. And, you know, like at first he just was like wanted to play xbox and stuff and then you know next thing i know they're they're all you know goofing off and playing xbox and wrestling and and then of course you know he didn't want to go and then nine o'clock when it's when amy and i are ready to leave he's like he doesn't want to leave (laughs) so so that was good he had a really good time and got along great with everybody so so that was kind of fun too um to see um and what, what did you play early on matt castle dice that was the first thing? Because like,
2: I yeah. didn't get to, like... Do... I got I get there at, like, 11.30, you
1: guys. Oh, okay. 15, so. Oh, okay. I thought you had been there earlier. So, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? We talked about that and that and those and one of those. Um, I picked up the new game, Keyforge. Uh. I have not played it yet. I bought a deck, too, so we can play on Tuesday. Yay! Uh, I, it, it intrigues me.
2: The only reason I bought a deck is because they were having that giveaway, and there was that tournament at 6.30 yesterday. Yeah. And nobody else showed up, so they didn't do it. Oh, that's too bad. I will but I that. Mean, I, just, I, I, need I watched play. how to play video, and it looks like a really neat game. Yeah. Have you read about this, Andy, at all? No. So what Keyforge is, it's by Richard Garfield, who, you know, did magic and everything. Yeah. But you buy, buy a deck, which is $10. You don't, and they are, every single deck, theoretically, anyway, is completely different as far as, um, the, the cards that are in there. Right, so, and they'll have a unique back, so you can tell us, you can't change your deck. You buy your deck and that's it.
0: Okay.
1: And, and it's generated, the names are generated by like a, an algorithm, so that's how you get a unique deck every time. And right. there are, there are like seven houses, and each deck has from three different houses. Um, but, but they've come up with what, what, uh, it's from fantasy flight what they have dubbed unfortunate decks and it's um where the generator name system has put together some unfortunate combinations <laughs> so so those uh if you get one of those like one now i heard this one might have been a hoax so i don't i don't know what happened but it was like each one has like a name and then a something so this one was like titan flame the farmer of racism <laughs> So that was that was the one that I saw. But I like I said, I heard that one might have been a fake one, but there I were other lovely.
2: ones. I think some of these, I mean, it's so easy to Photoshop it because it's just words in a little, you know.
1: Yeah. But one of them I saw that was legit was like General Bone Rider or something like that. So, so, That's excellent. So, so if you got one of those, um, they would send you a free deck, and those decks with the unfortunate names are ter- are deemed not tournament legal.
2: Wang the Suddenly Bruised. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there was one that was like really bad. It was like.
2: The Emperor it, That Pays for Boys. Yes,
1: that one. <laughs> so it was like, oh, that is that is unfortunate. It's yeah, historically um, accurate. <laughs> but, um. But
2: the, the it game was game General. Was cool. The other one was General Bone Rider Colt.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Cult okay. or Colt?
1: Colt. C-O-L-C. So I bought a couple decks and uh, and Kaiden bought a deck. And yeah, I haven't played yet, but it, again, it looks real simple. Every turn you nominate one of your houses that you play, and then you can only play cards from that house, but everything's free. There's no there's no cost. Um and then you have to you gather this stuff called ember, and when you have 6 embers saved up, you forge one of the keys to open these vaults, and the first person to forge 3 keys wins. So pretty, pretty simple gameplay, but it, it looks, it, j- it looks like it's going to be fun, and I really, I, I like the unique deck aspect, even though it is obviously gimmicky. But I, I think it, um, I don't know. And at ten bucks, you know, for a deck, that's the I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give this a try. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. One other thing from gaming, and then I'll talk about a couple of video games, and I'll be done. Um, I got the book Rapid Athook, which was a Kickstarter. It's an old—I think it was from 2000—was the original uh, Rapid Athook that came out uh, for version three of Dungeons and Dragons. It's a—it's a mega dungeon. It is a 500-page dungeon, and it looks really cool. And I'm gonna—I'm gonna start running it in January. And uh, I'm really excited about that, but I, I feel I feel kind of bad about what's happening. They so Frog God Games did is is who did it, and they've done a lot of great products, and I really like their stuff. But this is a massive, heavy 500-page hardcover book, and they shipped it in a in a cardboard box that is just slightly bigger than the book. With, was this sh- like,
2: was this ship naked?
1: No, but it may as well have been. And then like a little tiny wrap of bubble wrap. And so I got mine and all four corners are just, just dented and, and dinged. And a few of the pages are a little dinged as well. And, but not enough for me to, you know, on one hand, I'm like, I paid 95 bucks for this book, but on the other hand, I'm like, I use these books anyway. You know, I'm going to toss them in my, my messenger bag and, you know, so it's not a big deal. But I went on, um, the comments page on the kickstarter and everybody's like corners were dinged and so i was like oh yeah you know i got the same thing but it's not a big deal i'm not worried about it but apparently they collected all of that information they sent me a replacement book and oh, wow. the the corners are dinged on that one too so it's like i just feel bad cuz it's like they're wasting so much money sending out replacement books when all they have to do is just package them better and some people still haven't even gotten their first one and i've already gotten two so I just I just kind of felt bad about how it's all going because it's like it's it, it sucks for them to lose that much money but at the same time you gotta you gotta package these books better so but anyway I'm excited about the actual product itself and and playing it because it looks it looks really cool I had the world's largest dungeon book and that was just them trying to cram in every literally every single monster in the monster manual. Whereas this one kind of makes more sense and has more more of an ecology to the dungeon and um, just, you know, it's got a better story and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, and uh, Castlevania Season 2, I know Matt watched that.
0: Hey, so I watched most of Season 1. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't get it.
2: <laughs> did, well, did you watch, what, just two episodes? Because there's only four
0: episodes no. in Season 1. No, there's six episodes. Season one? No, season, season one is four, four episodes. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Season what? two is uh, eight. Season one is four. Hold on.
2: You may have spilled over into season two.
0: I don't think so, because it, maybe it's only, maybe it is four, and it just seems like six to me. <laughs> um, I thought it was, I thought it because uh, Castlevania, Netflix site, I'm getting it confused with something else. It's uh, definitely definitely four episodes. Uh, <laughs> um, oh yeah, Monument. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I um, yeah, I don't get it. I don't know why, but I don't get it. Oh, uh-huh. all right. Well, Matt and I enjoyed it thoroughly. So, um, so I,
1: I I think season two is definitely better than season one. Yes. Yep. I I agree. Uh, yeah. There's a lot. Season more,
2: one. Season one's sorry. Season season one is pretty much set up
0: for season two. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would say. Like, Shaco. I don't like Simon Belmont. Oh,
1: that's Trevor.
0: That's Trevor. Trevor, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I he's mean, kind of that's,
1: that's yeah, he's kind of a dick. a dick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it it he develops more in season two, and you get more of um the other two characters as well. So it's, I I would say give season two a try because uh, because, I thought it was some
2: really great moments in season two.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, they are short. I'll give you that yeah they're only 20 25 minutes each so sure. um but i re- i really enjoyed it and uh they started to use a few things from the games as well and um like creatures and stuff like that which i thought was fun and uh the last thing i'll talk about is i've been playing divinity 2 on the uh, which came out on the consoles at the end of august and i really loved uh, the first divinity original sin and i'm really enjoying the second one as well so that's what i've been doing for video game stuff um i is it pretty much the same It is and it isn't. Uh, They took a lot of the things that were kind of a pain in the butt about the first one, like the quests being a little difficult to tell what the next step was. Uh, Now the quests are laid out much better. Uh, You have more control over your party because when a potential PC that can join your party when you're talking to them and you invite them to join your party. They'll say like, well, my specialty is, you know, up close fighting, but I also dabble in this. And you can literally say, no, I kind of need more of a spellcaster. And then it'll adjust for you. And then once you have them in your party, then you, you level them up any way you want. So they're a little bit less of a, you know, real hard and fast structured. Class yes. and they're more of a template that you can you know kind of mold to what you want so so that's really good. the story's really good um I will say it's it's harder there's been a lot of fights that I've had a really hard time with in this one um but i'm I'm still really enjoying it, and it's really deep gameplay and the the voice acting is great, and there's tons of side quests and I just, I really like it. It's, it's the, to me these are the, like the perfect type of uh, RPGs. I, I really, really enjoy uh, those type of games. So it's, it's right up my alley. Um, I've been talking for like an hour, but that's it. I think that's it.
0: <laughs> so, what do what you guys been doing? All right, Matt, you fill in the gaps because I got, I got very little here. So I'll go. I'll let you go next.
2: All right. Um, let's go in reverse order. So yesterday I played in the Wars Armada tournament at Mid Mid Midgard, Jesus Christ. Midgard Games, which was a lot of fun. Um I had
1: Was there a lot of people?
2: There was, I think we had 14 people.
1: Oh wow. That's great. That's
2: great. And I had not played Wars Armada since uh Adepticon 2016, I think. So besides like I have done some demo games, but I actually haven't played a real game. Uh so I just took the the same List I took then, uh, and I somehow ended up forced, so that was fun. Oh,
1: nice. But
2: um, look, looking that uh, Midgard has is putting up events now for it for our model. Like there's another one in January, so I look forward to that because um, I'm the only one in our group of people that
0: plays that game. So I have the box downstairs.
2: <laughs> they they're so far past that now, though it would be like playing X-Wing with the X-Wing starter box okay I mean I if you <laughs> I ever like the to play like I could show you how to play and I have just I have almost everything except for like the last two expansions so you could play whatever you wanted to yeah uh,
0: well it's like when Ian was talking about battle lore before I was like I've got every edition of battle lore in the basement too <laughs> <laughs> I love that game I'll play I, you yeah I liked the the stuff they did with uh Westeros but
1: I didn't play that one yeah anyway sorry Matt <laughs> back good. to you um,
2: video games, I, I purchased a PlayStation 4 to play Spider-Man and, uh, played through that pretty quick. That, that was a really good game. I don't know. I know, Ian, you don't have a PS4. Andy, do you I have do a PS4? Not.
0: No, I don't. And I, it, it was funny. Like, Quick's like, why do you just buy one to play that game? I was like, cause I don't have time to play the other stuff I have. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. But it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and now I'm playing Resident Evil Seven, which I've only played a couple hours of, but that's fun. A game you should play with the lights off if you haven't played it yet.
0: Too scary. That's what I said. <laughs> we were just talking about it earlier. I'm good. Um,
2: movies? Have do we see any movies? I mean, besides the cult classic stuff.
1: Uh, no, nothing. I don't new think so. Come on, we. Yeah, we've been to been to cult classics a few times, but nothing new.
0: Wait, when did the new um, Mission Impossible come out? That was that was a couple. Of,
2: I think we talked about that in the last one.
0: Did we? All right. yeah, it was like June or July, I think. All right, I might have just movie. after you guys. Or I thought I saw. Yeah, cause I I saw that too, but I couldn't remember.
2: That was good. Well. Huh? Even though it's one of Ian's uh, never gonna watch it movies.
1: Don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't care. I saw the first one. Long time ago, but anyway, what else you been doing, Matt?
2: Um, well, like I said, watched uh, Castlevania. Uh, hasn't really been much else for shows, uh, or I mean, some 40k now and again. Um, I'm also going through the Purge 2.0, getting rid of more stuff, trying to anyway. Yeah. Um, that's really it, though
1: have yeah. you played any? I've, I've played over the weekend. Um, played some Metroid. I've been playing some old um, Nintendo and other games. I, um,
2: yeah, I started um, I because I had that Super Nintendo Classic, so yeah. I started playing uh, going
1: through Final Fantasy three. But
2: then, uh, you know, Spider Man came out. And- <laughs> yeah,
1: I have. Um, I have Red Dead Redemption because my older son bought it. Uh, but I haven't I haven't had much time to play like my the reason I've been playing a lot on the either the Retro Pie or the NES or S N E S Classic is that I can play those upstairs because, because the kids have been playing a lot of the Xbox and monopolizing the, um, the main floor television. And what they do now that Kale bought his own Xbox is one of them will play in the basement and one of them will play upstairs and they can Time play. Time for together. a new TV in. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, that's why, that's why we got one for the bedroom. We hadn't had one in our bedroom. So got one with, um, Netflix and I put all the, the retro games up there. Bad news um, bears. They
2: say you shouldn't have a TV in the bedroom.
1: Yeah, well, Amy falls asleep anyway, so it's not yeah. like it's. I'm actually with her more because I watch something <laughs> up there while she's asleep. Although it was funny last night, I was watching. I texted, I texted Matt and Justin. And I was like, I was like, I'm watching a propaganda movie. I'm going to watch Mazes and Monsters. The, uh, the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah because I had never seen it. Um, or if I had, it was a long time ago. But yeah, so I got like a little nice little bean bag, and I got my blanket, and I'm sitting there, and I made popcorn, and uh Amy woke up, and she was like. She was like, what is that awful smell? <laughs> so she, for whatever reason, while she was asleep, the, the smell of popcorn was driving her crazy. So I was like, all right, all right, geez, I'll
0: get it out of here. So, Wait, um, you brought popcorn into the room like if you didn't think that was going to wake <laughs> someone up?
1: Why would why would the smell of popcorn wake someone up? Didn't it is like one of the smell. most
0: distinct smells. Like there yeah. are, Ian, <laughs> oh, you've never you haven't worked in an office in a long time, but there are offices where you're not allowed to bring popcorn into right. the office. No popcorn.
1: So. I know you're the fish. My fish. Yeah, I know the fish rule. I didn't know popcorn
0: was. Yeah, good. popcorn. I know because if you burn it,
1: that's awful. But like, just a regular.
2: No. When I worked at the bank, we had a a um, gentleman who uh, who worked with us who, who was from. Um, Africa, um, like he moved over when he was like in his 20s, he microwaved curried fish every day. Yeah, that probably is. That's probably it
1: was rough. The worst. Yeah, it it's sounds good. delicious, but probably doesn't.
0: doesn't smell. Oh yeah, 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 it would. Um. It, well, and the thing with curry too is that if you're not used to the smell, or if you don't but, like it. Well, yeah, that too. But if you're not <laughs> used to the smell, it is very distinct.
2: Curry's. Well, rough. but I mean, like if you if. Like if if you don't like curry, it's such a strong smell that you can't get away from it.
0: No, you can't. I lo- I I like the smell. I like I curry, but yeah, uh it. yeah. yeah, it's all right.
1: I won't be bringing popcorn
0: up for my movies. I, <laughs> I, I just think that's hilarious that, like, you were shocked that she was shocked.
1: Well, she, because she's so out of it when she's asleep. I was like, there's, the, she, but she, like, it was, it was almost like, like she just sat bolt upright and it was like, like she was possessed. She was, like, be gone, foul smell. It was, it but, was,
2: uh, so <laughs> you and I were talking about this before while you were trying to figure out how to use a computer. Um, I, I played a little bit of Red Dead Redemption. Um, probably only played like an hour or two in. Uh, the beginning of the game is very slow, but I guess there's things that mitigate it later on as you go on.
0: Yeah, You have to be willing to be there for the story on that, too. Like, listening to the story that they're telling as part of... Yeah, because uh, like... Yeah.
1: yeah. Kaiden showed me he had saved a, a- cutscene scene where he's he's got some dude on the back of his horse and the guy's telling the story and he's just cranking along and he comes over the reason he saved it was cuz he came over a hill and there was a wagon there and he and the, and the horse and the guy just go flying and and everybody gets killed.
2: There are amazing
0: videos Goose. on YouTube yeah.
2: of people like just riding along and like getting hit like just hitting a rock and go flying over.
0: Yeah. There's also some like incredibly like I I know Like people do this in general, but like there's some stuff out there that I uh, there's one point where there is and this isn't going to spoil much, but there's a suffragette in a town and there's like a whole series of videos where people like how badly can you murder the suffragette because you don't like hearing about women's rights. Like and it's one of those things where I'm just like, oh my god, this game is so good and has so many good points. Like to have people take it and ruin it like that sometimes, I'm just like, oh man. Yeah. Well, what's
2: what's nice too is there's like a, a morale meter, like whether you're good or bad, and if you kill um, KKK people, your good goes up.
1: Well, that's good. That's a good message.
0: <laughs> there's a, well, there's a whole thing too, like what happens if you bring an African American character tied up to the kkk rally i was like i'm not watching that video like oh, oh wow.
1: yeah pe- uh yeah i don't know yeah this is why we can't have nice things. Morgan. yeah
0: because because
1: because people figure those things out yeah, i don't know anyway i, I do want to play um red dead 2 i just haven't um had much time on the actual xbox and when i have i've been playing divinity 2 so um, yeah but,
2: also your horse's dung shrinks when it's cold I don't know if that's
0: actually true.
2: That was a big part of the of the game. They were saying that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
0: <laughs> we'll see, says Andy.
1: I'll check this. Look out. how realistic it is. <laughs> Cold out today, isn't
2: it, Spotty? It is. It is kind of crazy though, because in the game, like if you don't shave or get your hair cut, your hair it slowly grows in, and
1: that's cool. So... They did that in one of the. Um... Grand Theft Autos. There was one yeah, you where could you get could, fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I liked. I, I got fat and then would ride a bike everywhere.
0: <laughs> so I think it's Gamespot. Uh, they're doing a weekly series called Dirty Artie because your name is Arthur, and they're basically um, they're not cutting their hair. Like <laughs> if you fall in the mud, you get dirty. Um, so they're like. <laughs> There is a, you, so some of the provisions are like cans of beans and stuff. So there's literally, they're staying in one hotel room, from the bottom oh no. of the stairs, all the way up the stairs, all the way down the hall, into the room, just cans and cans. <laughs> and (laughs) and they'll like and they'll they'll sit at the bar because if you drink too much whiskey you get drunk like and you like it gets blurry you can't control it yeah i was gonna say it messes with the controls right (laughs) yeah yeah oh my gosh it is hilarious they'll they'll get into fights all the time and stuff yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty funny but yeah yeah i've been playing a lot of it um like it's because uh, I had a couple days home after traveling when, right when it came out. Um, and I'm one of those guys that, like, I – because there's all these, like, side – not side quests. They're, like um, – oh, I don't know what they're called. Like, but basically you you collect herbs, and you can use those herbs to make things. You you can have shooting contests. You can bond can with poker. your horse. You can play – yeah, you can play poker. poker you can tournament. play – you do poker tournaments, blackjack tournaments, dominoes tournaments, um, uh, five finger fillet, <laughs> um, like, it is, it is, there is so much depth to this game, uh, there's like all these hidden things that are in it, like, um, I was wandering around in the swamp, I, and, um, I don't even know what faction this is, so there's, there's rival gangs throughout it, I'm wandering around the swamp, I'm, I'm trying to either find an animal or something. All of a sudden, I turn around and there are three guys that are, I can't, other than to describe them as um, from um, th- uh, James Bond's, uh, was, was it Thunderball? Was that the one with the voodoo? What was the um, one with the voodoo?
2: Was that Thunderball?
0: Anyway, I turn around and there are these three African-American dudes with voodoo makeup on that in in Red Dead Redemption, if you let a guy get too close with a knife, they just stab you in the throat and you die. That's what happened. I didn't even hear them coming up. All of a sudden, I turn around and there's three dudes <laughs> that was stabbing the neck. <laughs> I have never been more terrified in my life. I was, <laughs> I was like, and I haven't seen him again. Like I wander around the swamp. Uh, uh, I was cutting through a shallow part of the swamp. I didn't realize it got deep. I try to turn around. Gator gets me death roll. Like, uh. oh, um, I was hunting deer one time, and one of them turned on me and just like charged me with its antlers. And like uh, in the beginning, I I lost all my horses because I'd be riding really fast and I wouldn't realize there'd be a drop off, and I would just <laughs> ride right off the cliff. Like yeah,
1: that's what that was the other cut scene that Kaiden had saved was a, a deer turning around and goring. <laughs> but it's,
2: that's what I, it's so yeah, I saw. I saw a video where somebody. <clears throat> gets knocked off the horse and they walk to, to the horse, punch the horse and the horse kicks him and they die. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if you try to steal something out of someone else's horse that doesn't belong to you, that horse will kill you. Like, it'll just kick you so hard like, and early in the game, it's hard enough to kill you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 one of those games that the you can follow the mission if you want um, and you know it, it, if you skip ahead, you don't read the dialogue it's you know it's not as much fun, but if you if you read that if you kind of sit and read the dialogue and stuff, it's a lot a lot of fun yeah uh,
1: that, um, and i I like that in the first one the first one was felt like the story was really good, you know what I mean like it was because there were some games where you're like, yeah, the story's just kind of tacked on and you, you know yeah, I'm gonna press y and <laughs> skip over this but but um yeah, I just remember in the first one i I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, that, and that's and this is even more. I it, it, and there's less explaining. Um, one of the things is like I don't think with the first one you needed a user guide. This one, like it is, it's I haven't got I haven't kind of done a lot of uh, searching on the internet for answers, but it is it is way more intense in that sense, like. There's one thing that I can't figure out what I'm doing. Like, so you to bond to, with your horse, one of the things you have to do is you have to lasso somebody and drag them. Um, Horses like, love that. Yep, but it, um, I can't figure out how to do it. Like, I get them on there and I drag them a little bit, but if I go, like – it says you're gonna kill the guy, dragging them, but like I can never get it to work, and I've I've that's one that I'm gonna have to look up because I can't I just can't figure it out on my own. Um, yeah, I think the one thing about the game is that the tutorial section is
2: it goes by pretty quick, like so you can you know you can, if you're near something you can go to cover if you press a button, but it it flashes on the screen so fast when when you first did it that I had to go find like look around to find out how to do it. Because I didn't, I didn't catch what the button press was.
0: And in the end, you don't, you don't, you. It's not like a cover game because it's still not. It's it's a shooter, but in the sense like, you know, you you can you can be pretty – you can stand out there pretty easily like, especially if you get once you get like two six shooters and stuff like, and that part's fun. But like I'm having fun doing the hunting missions. Like Dave, you know, I know he's not here to talk about it, but Dave. There's this legendary, you have some legendary, um, fish that you have to fish for. It tastes like that's all I've been doing. <laughs> Just traveling around doing the legendary fishing. Like, and I was yeah. like, you know, so funny is I didn't do that because, uh, what was I playing? Far Cry 4 had a better fishing, uh, mini game <laughs> in it. So I was like, ah, oh, this fishing game isn't as fun. So, um, I haven't done that. As much as Dave has.
2: Well, hopefully we don't get it. You don't get a glitch again and get to ninety nine point nine uh, percent.
0: Well, supposedly in this game you can because if you progress, if you do the main storyline without some of the other stuff on the side, you do miss out. Oh, on Oh, really? Yeah. So I've been really good about like trying not to go too far forward. But there's like there's really neat elements where there are there are definitely things you miss in this game because there was one point where this is dad and two sons building a house and you watch them build the house each time you ride by, like there's more of the house and they will give you little side quests, but they're not, they're just like suggestions. And if you don't do them right away, they go away. You don't get anything extra. Really. They may give you like a little bit of money or like some provisions, but they're not, they're not designed as like, so you only get to do them if you come across them at the right time. Um, But then they could go away. That's kind
1: of cool. Yeah, they're not persistent. That's cool.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of like crazy Easter eggs in this thing. Like I try, I have to stay away from kind of YouTube videos about this stuff, but there's, there's time travel. There's aliens. There's vampires. Like, like, yes, there's little Easter eggs in this thing. Oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've been playing a ton of that. That's that's what I've because again when I because I travel like I get home and I usually just have like a day or two at home and then the weekend. Uh, so I've been able to play play that. Um, I've been playing. Um, are you done, Matt? I'm sorry. No, I just started. It.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, go for it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've been playing some um, Total War Warhammer Quest Ooh, Two. Nice. Um, oh yeah, is that any good? I I, I, I love it. But very it's, tempted.
2: It's an awesome game, but you, I mean, it's one and it's one of those games you can really get down into the weeds with your
1: army.
0: Yeah, um, I um, I have a lot of fun with it. And actually, I just started the um, they did the Vampire Coast expansion, so I've been playing because then you get to play as a pirate. Um, and it plays really different. I've played as the, I've played as um rats i've played as lizards i've played as the elves the elves is the, like the basic one i ha- and so then i did rats then i did lizards i uh i started a tomb kings one but i i wasn't doing that well um and they and each of the factions plays a little bit differently um like the elves are the most kind of normal um but yeah that's that's a lot of fun um but that's when I play on my laptop. So if we're watching TV or something upstairs, I do that. Um, instead of, uh, down on the TV, playing the Xbox. Um, what else have I been doing?
1: Justin posted his picture of his Halloween costume to the nerd
0: herders page. So I won't be able to see that. Um, (laughs) I'll show you uh, on my phone. Okay. Um, I played, Oh, Owen for his birthday. I got him cause he, he talks about it all the time. Um, because the kids on the bus trade, like, Pokemon cards. So I got him um Pokemon, and actually, funny story about the cards, he didn't have any cards, like, so kids had given him cards and stuff at school, and somebody had given him one that wasn't, it wasn't valuable, but it was, you know, uh, more rare. Um And he traded away on the bus for, like, some other cards, not kind of realizing, and I had to, like, teach him about, like, trying to explain not getting screwed over. Oh boy. Oh
2: boy. I have a great story for you guys that that just reminded me of. I'll let you finish
0: though. Yeah. So uh there was a disappointing moment there. Like and I was like, you know what? It's like it's one of those things, buddy, you can't and it's for him it's almost like that was like that drug of getting the new card, kind of like when you used to when I used to spend money on magic cards and stuff. So I was like, oh that's so funny. Um I was like, buddy, it's gonna happen. Like I got I got an entire box of, Oh, was it dreams, dreamscape, dream forge. Like it was a blind purchase kind of minis game. Um, mm. yeah, I got a whole box of that downstairs. Um, but yeah, so we, I got him Pokemon cards for his birthday, kind of a couple starter decks and stuff like that. Um, and we had fun playing that. He, he can beat me most of the time. Um, he's nice. Yeah. It's, it's well balanced. I like it more than Magic in terms of the balance. It's it is simpler. I think it's one of those things. If you ever do tournaments, you just have to like go online and buy your deck because it's mm. it's simpler than Magic is. There's a lot like you ju- you can just build a good deck, um, m- with a lot less kind of chance than Magic has. So, and, just and just I think it. it. it
1: yeah, Kale, Kale has it. He hasn't played a ton, but, um, I think one thing that's a, a definite plus for it is, unlike magic, where, you know, what you're, what you're using isn't necessarily, I mean, you can build theme decks and things like that, but I, I think in the Pokemon one, you can actually take, like, a Pokemon that you like, and, and that's much more viable to just build, you know, uh, something with the, the ones that you like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, oh,
0: you know, I like this
1: Pokemon. Well, you can't play that one. That one's useless in the game. I think it's much less like
0: that. There's a lot less like, a, like attack spells and stuff. It's much more based, like you always have to have a Pokemon out. Like, yeah. so you can't, you can't play the game without kind of a Pokemon or, and then Pokemon on a bench and stuff. Like, so whereas magic, you could potentially win without ever putting out a creature, like, you know, there's there isn't any of that. Like, and there's there is some you know, they do have a lot like you're building your deck with colors and stuff, but it's a lot different. Like a lot of the Pokemon to do their special stuff you need, you know, their color, but sometimes you right. just do it without like you can get you can get a guy out there without without his color. He only he just doesn't work as well. Yeah, so that's been fun playing that with him. Um and that'll be good cuz he'll as he gets older and stuff we'll we'll be able to transition that to other stuff but yeah, yeah he got that so I played that um, I ran so Dave asked me he wanted oh play, yeah I wanted to yeah I wanted, he you wanted to play this. he wanted to play a smaller one off D&D for the day so originally Dave was going to run like something for 4 hours like a quick dungeon crawl and I was going to run something for 4 hours and then Dave was super busy with work, and because I was traveling, I had a lot of time to just read. And I was like, you know what, Dave? I'll I'll just do – I'll run it. And he's like, are you sure? He's like, this is my idea. I was like, yeah, I'll just run two sessions. So a couple of years ago, I backed on Kickstarter um, this guy, Dan Coleman, who um, – Dungeons on Demand. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it is. Um, yep. I, I know it's I, Dave. I've bought
1: them. Yeah, it's Dungeons on Demand. Yeah, I, I've bought a bunch of them too. They're They're really well done.
0: So I was like, yeah, let's play. So it was Rafe, Craig, and Dave. I was like, yeah, just, we'll create first level characters and I can just run the first two modules. And the modules are so well written that I, I, it was easy enough for me to kind of tie in some plot hooks. But what I made those guys do at the beginning too is, um, there's a, there's a game system out there that I also own. It's a role playing Called Fiasco. It's a it's a GMless game uh, of role playing called Fiasco, and at the beginning you basically roll some dice and you find out how each of the characters are related to each other. So I made them do that at the beginning. So like Craig and Dave were in a cult together. Um, that sounds Ra- about right. Uh, Rafe. Um, and Dave knew each other from childhood and Rafe's other connection to Dave was that he always indulges him um and then I can't remember what Craig and Dave's other connection were so this,
1: this all sounds very accurate. <laughs> it was it,
0: it was it was great it was and so they they played that up a little bit um it, but it was yeah, so the module was really fun. so Dave was. I think he was just like a human fighter. Like I want to say he was just kind of a standard guy. Craig was a tiefling, uh, warlock and Rafe rolled randomly for both his race and his class. So he was a gnome barbarian. Um, but he also continued to roll randomly for like your backstory. Um, and he wrote, he rolled up some, I don't even know how this is in there, but like that he was like a coward. Like, so uh, not a coward, but afraid of things. So like if, if our party was ever outnumbered, he would run away. And, like, that happens pretty, like, pretty, pretty often. On, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we finally worked it out so he would roll to see. But that's also how he got into his berserker rage for being a barbarian, too, is that was part of it. He would just go into his his rage, and that would break him out of his fear, and he would just charge in. So, uh, but, yeah, I ran the first two modules. So what was neat about that, it was it was super easy for me to just kind of make up some other characters that tied one module into the second one and left it open for us to do the third module and do others like side quests for the things that, that those guys were interested in. So I don't know if we'll get to play again, but I had, I had a lot of fun running it. I hadn't run anything in a while. I got to break out my Dwarven Forge terrain. Um, And so when I tried to tell those guys, I was like, look, I'm running combat as theater of the mind, but to help you imagine where we are, I'm going to put all this, forged like terrain out. So, in the first adventure, it's I had I think like s- there was a church, an abbey, and like six outbuildings. So I had enough to build most of that. Like that's awesome. Um, and then in the second one, it was a village, and there were like eight buildings, and I had enough to build all that too. Like so. I- Like, I had to take one down to build the other one, but that's when we we took a break between sessions and they leveled up and stuff. But, yeah, we had uh, – again, it wasn't painted or anything yet, but it was was a lot of fun to do that. Um, And I had enough minis for most of the stuff too, Um, some Kenku in the first one and then some uh, goblins. So I got to use some of my um, (laughs) goblins from Kings of War. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, for that. So that was a lot of fun. I hadn't I hadn't GM'd in a while. I was, uh, and that, oh, that really got me back into it. I realized how much I like GMing because when I used to role play, I almost never played as a player. I was almost always a GM. Um, that's Dave said I, you did a great job. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a lot of fun doing that.
1: That's awesome. Well, and the one offs are fun too because it allows you to do stuff. That's why I'm excited about the Rap and Athletic thing because it's like it's just. It's a big dungeon crawl. Like, I even told you guys, it's like, build a min max character. I don't care. There's not going to be much role playing. You're going to be, you know, dying and fighting. And just, it's going to be, it's just going to be kind of like a classic style. Um, you know, just dungeon bash.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. These guys got to, like, they, I, they play their characters out and it was fun. And I'd like to try that, like, keep it going. Like, I have the, like, and it's one of those things where I have modules that take you up to 20. So, it's, it's pretty easy for me to, to do it again if I wanted to, I don't think I could do a whole day because we did eight hours at least, I think. But but that let me go through two modules, so that was fun.
1: One of us needs to win the lottery and just give everybody else enough money to retire, and then we can just play games. <laughs> That's my goal.
2: <laughs> That's
1: my.
0: I goal. tried. I tried last month. Yeah, we did too.
1: Yeah, we tried.
0: <laughs> All right. Any? Uh, That's it, else? really, for me. That was. Right. Yeah. But you, so
1: he, here's my story. Oh yeah, the story. The oh story. Yeah, yeah, the story. Andy's
2: trading story about Owen, you know, getting a little taken advantage of. Maybe yeah, yeah. if the kids even knew what was going on. Anyway, so uh at Midgard, I'm running the 40k kill team league, and before we started it, right, I had a day where I went there and I just, you know, to answer people's questions and play games. Um So anyway, while I'm sitting there, you know, waiting, these two parents—I don't think they were. It was two different parents, you know what I mean? Like, um, and their kids came in, these two girls, probably nine, ten years old. And one of them knows a lot about Pokemon, the other one doesn't really know. So, you know, they're kind of showing her how to play and play some games. And the parents are talking. And it's, uh, it's this man and this woman. And they're just talking about their, you know, to the, watching the kids play, um, talking about games and stuff. And he's like, yeah. My daughter, she knows a lot about Pokemon cards, so she can screw other kids over with trades. Ugh, like, she got some really good cards and gave them really bad cards. And it was a really good deal for her because she knew what was going on. And the girl's like, yeah, it was great. And then the, uh, the mom is like, yeah, so make sure you hang out with her and, you know, talk about trades so you can get, get one over on the other kids. Uh, like, oh my God. Like, Parents of the year here. That's oh. awful. Oh, man. <sighs> and like, he was the dad. Was proud that his daughter did this to somebody, multiple yeah. times.
0: Oh, that's yeah, that's fun. Um, you heard of the deal?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They had all. <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh, well. on that note, <laughs> do we have anything else that we've been uh, we've been been um, busy. we got stuff we got cool stuff. I know we don't do on the radar anymore, but we've got a bunch of cool stuff coming up, too. So
0: we should gotta... do on the radar tonight because we've already been yeah. talking for two hours. Yeah, I don't like... even think
1: we'll do. I was going to see how you guys felt about not even doing a Thunderdome segment. <laughs> just, uh, just calling
0: 100%. It yeah, one, let's, uh, let's do a little on the radar, and then I think we're, we're good. <laughs> okay, yeah, because we'll
1: – and we, we didn't even mention what the Thunderdome was going to be, and it's something that's we can put a pin in and, and maybe roll into something a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, because I thought it was a good idea, but anyway, uh, you'll f- find out what that was someday. Um, yeah, so yeah, we'll do we'll do a little on the radar. Um, will you? You know, what we'll do. We're gonna close roll call and we'll make Justin dust off the on the radar bumper.
0: Helm, how long before
1: we get to the Geek Nation tour?
2: Sir, there seems to be a massive anomaly straight ahead.
0: Oh, now what? Wow, is this the Geek Nation tour I've heard so much about? Identify yourself. I am Aku, the
2: shape-shifting master of darkness. I am here for the Geek Nation
1: Tour. Oh, well, we're not on it, but we are on our way
0: there. Would you like to join us? Hmm, yes. Full
1: speed ahead to GeekNationTours.com. Full speed ahead to
2: GeekNationTours.com! Five meters, man. Four.
0: What the hell?
1: All right, welcome me, back. Sir. It's back from the dead. It's back from the de- well, yeah. Or that one, or the uh, there's the aliens one too. But uh, on the radar, we'll we'll close out the show with uh, with on the radar, because uh, there are a lot of cool things coming up, and um, I can't think of any right now. But what, what do you guys got?
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to D and D too. Say. I'm I'm looking forward to that too. Um, there is the um, I've been um, thinking about uh, the new Fallout too. I don't know exactly whether or not I'm going to do that or not. Um,
2: I, I, okay. I skipped. I passed.
0: I haven't passed completely, but I don't. I don't know where I'm going with that quite yet. For those that don't know, it's
2: it's it's an oh. it's an MMO now. You got to play
1: online. Yeah, it's Fallout 76. There's no storyline, right? It's it's
0: just. No, there is storyline. Oh, there is. Oh. Yeah, but there's, there's no- still storyline.
1: I thought it was just multiplayer only.
0: No, it's it it's multi it's it's like a persistent multiplayer. So it's like an so you can you can play with kind of you end up playing with other people, like but you don't have to play with them. It's just easier right. if you play but with.
1: They're them. they're running uh, around.
0: Right, right. So oh, they can. Okay, so, okay. so it's so like big, other ones where you my can big you thing choose will be to group, that, group or not. Right, my big thing will be that they can kill me. Right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So
2: there is that <laughs> I mean, hopefully I mean, I would hope that they would sort it out correctly, but it could just end up being one of those games where the really powerful players kill all the low players and steal their shit.
0: Right. The whole the whole thing, too, is, though, they've they've tried to make it so that if you do, like, kill other players that you um you end up. Um, with like a red dot, like a big beacon on your head so that other people kind of come at you. Um, Like
2: like uh the bounty thing one first yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think it's even more intense. Gotcha. Yeah. And the whole idea being that if if someone killed me and I was playing with Rafe and Dave, that Rafe and Dave would be able to kind of (laughs) Avenge me. Avenge me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't, for whatever reason, the Fallout games don't appeal to me. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't one that was on my radar. Um, but I know it's it's a big release. I know a lot of people are, are jazzed about it.
0: Yeah, I never even finished the other one. Like, I loved it, but, like, it's, those games take me forever.
2: Yeah. You know what I want? This is a little bit of a sidetrack, but I want another Borderlands game. They did too, right? Yeah, they, there's Borderlands one and two. There's like a little expansion for two, but I thought those. Yeah, those were
1: a lot of fun.
0: I um, those were a good way of doing a shooter, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: I think I have yours, Andy. You gave me a bag of Xbox games at one point, and.
0: Uh, yeah, I think yeah you probably. Yeah,
1: let me know if you want them back.
0: Well, <laughs> because uh, I don't, I don't have time to play the the X the 360 games I have, so uh, yeah. yeah, the Xbox One are kind of out.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, I know something I'm looking forward to, but it got pushed. The um, yeah. Battle Angel Alita movie I was really looking forward to was coming out in December. We got pushed to uh, February. Um, but the new trailer looks really good. It it still looks really good, and it looks very true to the to the manga, Andy.
0: So, it does. I've watched the trailer, yeah. Uh, I've seen yeah. the trailer. Oh, that's one thing I forgot to mention. I finally watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, oh I, still nice.
1: haven- I still haven't seen that one.
0: Oh, my God. It it's is good. good. It is funny. I think it's out on, like... Netflix or one of those now. It's well. on Amazon. I bought it. I on bought Amazon.
2: it yeah. Oh, I you know what I finally saw? Wreck it Ralph. Oh, I saw Wreck-It Ralph. Have never seen
0: wreck Ralph? That's a good movie.
2: No, yeah. I. I uh, it was like, because the, the new one's coming out this week, it was like yeah. 99 cents on Amazon. It's a rent. good movie. Yeah, it was good. I liked
0: it. Yeah. I'll probably watch it this week, but I also got um, Infinity War, because I still haven't technically seen that either. Really? Oh. I've watched, I've watched, uh, Black Panther four times though, and, uh. Black Panther's great. Oh my gosh, that is so good. I can, I can watch that all the time. Yeah. I like Um, that.
1: Uh, let me, actually, I'm gonna look at, let me look at my calendar, and I'll see what else I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to, oh, I'm gonna do something I didn't mention, that I did in October, that, uh, that I'm gonna do again next month, is I ran Deadlands, uh, the, the original Deadlands, um, uh, game system not the one that is savage worlds now but the original one which savage worlds came from uh they have a beautiful 20th anniversary uh book for for deadlands and uh so i ran that for our friends the slotchies and the goodwins and brian uh hearn also played and another guy named ryan and uh we had an awesome time and I love that setting so much and I did something that's one of those things that you live for as a as a game master. Um we had like a like you know, the the party was trapped out at this um remote uh farm and Fox the, Canyon? <laughs> no, no, uh but um you know, some some weird goings on at the at the farm and they got trapped out there in this massive storm and uh and then something was stalking the the, the, farmhouse and, uh, and both, uh, Megan and, and Becky were, were terrified. <laughs> Megan had her head in her hands and it was, it was awesome. They were just totally into the, uh, into the atmosphere of it. So it was awesome. And I had just planned to do it as a one-off, but everybody had a really good time and wanted to, to play some more. So we're going to play again in, uh, in, uh, December. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, we got the Clark Cup. That'll be in December. And, uh, we're doing games and, and the, the MAME cabinet same day with board games so that's going to be fun and uh, and then Rapid Affleck, uh the Mega Dungeon I'm going to run that in January so that's about what I'm looking forward to and of course Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that we got Thanksgiving this week
0: which oh, I like. I've already had two Thanksgiving's to get my third <laughs> one this week.
1: Yeah you'll yeah. be thanksgiving out by the real one
0: um, already <laughs> I ate leftovers all day today <laughs> wow yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. I love Thanksgiving and I like it cuz
1: we just stay here and sometimes Amy's family comes. would say are this time is her mom and dad's coming so um but sometimes it's just us and that's cool too and we always have our annual uh street hockey game out in the uh uh on the driveway. Um although I think we might we've had to we've had to cancel one or two years cuz of snow and ice out there and we're going to going to get some more and then it's going to be like 17 degrees on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's supposed to be cold. Yeah. yeah so I, don't, I don't know if we'll get to play or not, but um but I just like it. You know, it's just a good fun relaxing relaxing day and I get up early and put the turkey in and cuz uh, we eat at noon. Um cuz I like I like to have it at noon and then you know we can watch football and everybody just kind of lays around for the rest of the day and then later you get pie and everything. So um so yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And, nice. Yeah. But uh what about you Matt? Was there anything you were looking forward to?
2: Um, no, I mean, you know, we're going to, in a couple of weeks, we'll see our previews for next year's cult classic movies.
1: Yeah, and then we get to see one of my favorite movies, Excalibur, so I'm psyched for that.
2: Yeah, so we'll get to see the, the lineup for that, so that should be a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> We already did our Thanksgiving today, so, um, I already did that. Um. It does
1: all these? I know. I know people have like Andy's got multiple families, um, and stuff. But it it's surprising how many I saw on Facebook. A
0: bunch of people did their Thanksgiving this weekend too. Well, it's. Just, I think it's like the fact that it's on a Thursday just is tough for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, well, especially the, if
1: you get a drive or whatever.
0: And Melissa's got to work on Friday. It's not like like. Oh, she doesn't get Friday off. No. That's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Amy took the whole week off, so.
2: Um. The next, the new Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch comes out in a couple weeks. So, looking forward to that. That's one of my brother and I's favorite games to play together. So,
0: yeah, I saw, I saw that was coming out. They've been, there's a lot, yeah, like a lot of hype around that. There's,
2: there's like, it's crazy. They, every character that's ever been in a Smash Brothers game is in it, plus more. I think they, there's like 72
1: characters. Oh, wow. wow. And I mean, they added Cas- Castlevania characters, didn't they?
2: Yeah, Simon Belmont's in there. Um, that's cool. But you start, I think you're going to start with like 14 and you unlock them. You have to unlock the right. other ones in the game, but you unlock them, it's like play 10 matches and you unlock another character, that kind of thing. So it's not like, you know, there's not too yeah. much crazy stuff to unlock characters. Right, right, right. Else. So um, so that should be a lot of fun.
1: Nice. That's cool that you guys have that. That's like a thing that you guys do is play. Uh, yeah, I think Nationals. um,
2: Jonathan, he gets every other Friday off from work. And I, the day after it comes out, he's got it off, so we might just get together that day and just play all day.
1: That's awesome.
0: Very oh, nice.
1: nice. Nice. All right. Was there anything else for you, Andy?
0: No, I think that's uh, upcoming. I can't, can't think. I'm sure there's other stuff, but I can't think of it right now.
1: All right. Lord Vader. Yes, Admiral. What is it? We've intercepted a transmission. Would you like to listen to it? No. But, my lord, it could contain information about the Rebel Alliance. No. My lord, I'm afraid the Emperor commands you listen to it. It's called Nerd Herders. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up then. Justin, you can figure out somewhere to put some, some ads or something, leave a space for Devram to, to work his magic. <laughs> it's kind of a haphazard one, but it was like, well, you know, Dave's away, but we have a little bit of an opportunity because it's a little easier to schedule three of us and four of us. And we hadn't recorded in so long, we wanted to get something in, and we, we know we'll definitely get one in in December because we, we do enjoy doing the end of the year wrap-up. and you got my questions ready. Yeah, that's when Matt takes charge and leads us through. So, um, so we'll definitely be back for that. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you guys are forgiving of us taking a, a little time in between episodes, a long time. And then this one's just kind of a catch all, but we, we had a lot of different stuff that we've been doing. So it was fun to just kind of catch up and, and get some conversation going about different things. Cause, you know, some of the stuff we've been, we do together and some stuff we do on our own. So, so it's kind of nice to, to catch up like that once in a yeah, while. Yeah.
0: I not heard from you guys in a while.
1: Yeah, so I'm glad, I'm glad we got D&D on Tuesday because we'll all be together, so.
0: yeah, So that's good.
1: Um alright guys, well, if, uh, if that's it, then I guess we will wrap it up and, uh, I just want to say thanks to Justin for recording and editing and, uh, hanging in there tonight. I don't know if he's still there, but,
0: uh, we'll. Better be. <laughs>
1: I saw I saw that one of his that he dropped off or something. He had a couple thing couple things going on the side. I don't know. I
0: looked so. down on my phone. I got like twenty eight messages from you guys. Like I was like, "Jeez,
1: I was <laughs> even trying to figure out how to use a computer." Uh, That's, that was not my fault. Justin was calling my other Skype account. That's not, that's not my, which, and, and in my defense, he just used this one because he recorded Hero Man and Sidekick Boy for us last week. So, so that's, that's, I'm not blaming Justin, but I'm certainly not taking any blame myself. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) but anyway, thanks to, to him for all uh, his behind the scenes work. And, uh, thanks to you guys for, for a fun show. And uh, thanks to the listeners and thanks to Terrace at Geek Nation Tours and the Freebooters Network, go sign up for our d and d tour. It's gonna to be amazing. Uh, other than that, okay, we'll uh, we'll come back again. Thank you guys. Thank you, Matt and Andy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Thank you. All right, we will come back soon sometime before the end of 2018. Until then, let your Geek flag fly. You've been listening to Nerd Herders, a part of the Freebooters Network. All song and movie clips are the property of their respective owners, and no challenge of ownership is implied. We use those clips because we're fans, so please don't sue us. Please check out our sponsor, Geek Nation Tours. You can find us on Twitter, at Nerd Herders Show, and on Facebook, under the Nerd Herders Podcast. You can also reach us by email at hosts at nerdherderspodcast.com. Special thank you to our editor and producer, Justin Stino, alex No Canadian $5 bills were defaced during the making of this episode. I'll mention that briefly, and probably just touch on Stanley's passing because we didn't get to on. Uh, we recorded a few days before. Uh, for the you gonna do you gonna do a, a Stanley retrospective? Yeah, yeah. It's, I I got it slated for about forty five minutes, uh, so we'll we'll just. No, I'm on I meant on hero. No, side. right right here tonight. Tonight. Yeah, we, I don't can know, o- we
0: can only talk about his non-comic book stuff. <laughs> so we'll talk about everything he, he's done uh with uh what's yeah, that? Glasses. Big, bang. Yes, big bang theory. Glass yeah. proponent.
2: <laughs> yeah. Today we're gonna go we're gonna go over all in in Memorim, we're gonna go over all his appearances on big bang theory.
1: <laughs> we're gonna go over all the different glasses he wore. Um so uh Okay, other than that I'm ready to go.